Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome back to Boys Don't Cry, hosted by me, Russell Kane. No, it's not Nick Grimshaw. Please stop tweeting that. Uh, I'm joined by Adam Rowe, Vicky Patterson and Erkan Ram. That was also his Tinder name. <laughs> uh, Vicky <laughs> made him change it to Withdraw by Deedpole. And uh, <laughs> we're talking about lust versus love, the, the difference or similarity between women's sex drives and men. Are men more lusty? Is it society forcing women to pretend they're not? Sexual morality, why are women judged more harshly? All the good stuff that's normally in Cosmo, but having three blokes talk about it instead. It is ear porn for women that want the truth. And uh, Erkan has been brave and honest, considering he is within punching distance. Every now and then he does turn to Vicky to check his opinion is okay. <laughs> Listen, you should you should see the you should see the bruises on my leg, which you can't see. It's not true. He's entitled to an opinion. So let's I just can't, can't, right one. I can't even feel my bones. I don't think it's controversial to say men are horny a lot of the time, and and men like say, you know, we're not going to win a Nobel Prize for that. What we're trying to establish is the gap between men and women. Is there none in my idyllic? sociology education there is no gap men and women are equal in all things and it's just society is, is dumbing them down but let's have a look at a bit more research uh, from northwestern university this time this is absolutely fascinating they did this trial where they put men and women they attached uh, recording devices to their genitals basically so obviously it's pretty, no! pretty easy to tell if a man's aroused um, um, a little bit more subtle to tell if a woman's aroused, but of course you can. And uh, so they measured the, ver- the the ways in which we exhibit arousal, men and women. Okay, they then showed them um, pornography. They were shown um, male male sex, female female sex, and male female sex. And all the people that took part were identifying as straight. Now, for men, you can imagine it was just a bone the whole way through until it was two men having sex. Completely predictable results for men. What was surprising was the female results. Women who verbally reported, you know, it was, it was mildly interesting, were like a foot and sponge in a sink after two minutes. And uh, 
For all types of the male female sex, even some reacted to the male male sex, which is not something I've ever heard women like watching. Of the female female sex produced arousal in the women. Does this tell us that women are not in touch with their own sexual urges and desires, or that they are forced to misrepresent their sexual feelings because of all the things we were speaking about earlier, Vicky, about you can be judged for daring to be alive on the inside if you're a woman. What do you think of that research? Do you know, could it be a couple of things, right? So number one, you're totally right. Could women be sort of shamed and forced by society to deny certain urges and put together like a specific image but also as well I sometimes think if you sat me down in front of all that porn I'd be buzzing as well like I'd, I'd be around <laughs> like, I would be I'd be like oh check this out yeah. but it would never occur to me in the day to be like you know what I'm gonna do I've got a spare half an hour I'm gonna watch some porn because I'm too busy so uh, do you think maybe it's just women have got yeah, too many yeah. other things on their minds like we've got a traditionally sort of we're working but we've got to look after the kids we've got to do this we've got to do that and do you think maybe men just get a little bit more time to watch porn so you're saying women are too busy so i think i think maybe we'll have the same reaction to porn as men but i just don't think we'll watch it as much you're saying you're you're, you're saying you're busy too busy to watch porn yeah maybe women are just too busy to watch porn could the difference be adam that men are more likely to fancy porn in advance like vicky's saying like we're more likely to get what i call ambient boner for no reason i'll be degreasing the sides with a bit of kitchen spray and all of a sudden i need to ask this for a wait yeah, yeah. yeah. that's actually yeah. me yeah absolutely that's actually me and i still feel like a creep for all those boners i got on the bus as a teenager oh, with a little bus boner we definitely... What do you mean? I, you can't judge me. You're sat next to him. Ask him, has he ever no, got a boner on the tube? No, Adam. No, no, no. The man who hadn't got a boner on I wasn't judging. I was like, oh, Adam. I was like, felt sorry for you. You you missed me. You missed me. Listen, mate, I get a boner all the time. No matter what time it is, what day it is. I think, yeah, I think women are less likely to go and seek porn out themselves. Yeah. But I think, I don't think it's surprising that they were aroused by male on male. Not that they necessarily want to watch that. It's just there's a dick in it, yeah. and that's what they're after, isn't it? Loads. It's so, actually it's two <laughs> dicks. It's two dicks. Exactly. Who's better than one? Yeah. Well, let's let's move it on. Let's move it on slightly, so that uh, uh, frequently reported as a, 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 fe- a female fantasy and aroused during this research is girl girl footage. Now, without getting, I don't want it, this to turn into some porn podcast that becomes too mucky. I just yeah. want to make, I want to ask the question, is the female definition of heterosexual lust slightly more elastic than the, the male version. Now, I'm not suggesting there aren't loads of men out there who sit somewhere else on the continuum from, you know, uh, gay gay as you like to absolutely straight as you like, you know, from, from Marine down to Christopher Biggins. That's the scale. There probably are plenty of men in the middle, but are, there's probably more men at the the thought of watching male male sex just can't i'm not it's not that i've got any judgment there it just does nothing i just it's not something i want to watch it's not something i can get aroused by so so are you asking whether i'm asking if female sexual attraction sexual female lust has a wider remit which is why it might be less well understood it's got a more amorphous less defined properties to it it can be girl girl it can be this and that it can be something else 
whereas men is one man fucks one woman. More fluid, literally, in this research. Uh, what, what, what do you think, Adam? I think definitely, but I think it's because women are beautiful and men are ugly. Anyone can look at two women. Anyone can look at two women having a good go on each other and find it attractive. But two men, there's just there's hair, there's more sweat. Dicks are horrible. Like, <laughs> have you looked at a dick for an extended period of time and truly analysed it? The fact that anyone ever wants to do anything with one of them, especially put it in their fucking face, is a, a miracle of science on its own. That's it down yeah. to has got his whole lockdown to go through yet. <laughs> uh, would you say that? So I'm not asking you to comment. Vicky, I'm not asking you to comment on your personal. Um, sexual preferences, obviously. I'm just saying, is it a fair comment um, that it, there's a looser, wider, more amorphous meaning, you know, harder to define definition of what makes a woman feel lust? And could that be why your f- women feel less lusted because men are so narrow in their focus? Nevies, like, I think for blokes, it's sort of like, if you are a sort of straight fella, it's like, you fancy women, you fancy girl on girl, Titties turn it on, and that's it. You have this very like portrait, like. yeah, your very small window that's going to turn you on. So, but for women, like I do think it's more acceptable for us to talk about different things we find attractive and to find other things attractive. So, yeah, maybe it's just more scope for us. Variety is the spice of life, after all. And I agree with Adam. Titties are so much nicer yeah, than well, balls. Adam. I know. Well, if you get with a man that's got enough weight on him, Adam, you get titties and balls, right, Adam? (laughs) (laughs) Well, talking about variety is the spice of life. Let's move on to um, when lust does turn into love. We fall in love. We're in a long-term relationship. And sex is an incredibly important part of that relationship to keep it going, to keep it alive. How important is lust in a long term i'm not talking about the weekly sex session where you start kissing and you get into it which i hope anyone who's still in a long-term relationship can muster up once a week with a bottle of wine i'm talking about that look across the kitchen and think my god i just i want to rip your clothes i fancy you so much lust yeah how important is it to keep that how possible is it to keep that in a long-term relationship of course it's impossible why do you say that because when you when you're in the lust stage, which tends to be from first sight for a few months, is when you know the least about the person you're lusting after. The more you know about someone, the less lustful yeah. you are for them. <laughs> because at, at the start of a relationship, you present this falsehood of who you are. Oh, come in! My room's always tidy, and I've never farted once in my entire life. <laughs> you, you, you pretend to be that person for a bit. Once your partner has heard you shit through a wall, <laughs> it's, it's over. Gone. It's true. <laughs> have been married six years, together three years before that, not one fart has ever issued in her presence. How about that? No, no way. Really? I was the fart champion. I, I can lie. I used to do 100 a night. I could do 100 farts a night. Well, I, bet you see, I, I bet you she's seen something. talented. <laughs> I bet you she's seen something else, though. I bet you she's seen you, like, pick the last bit of meat off a chicken wing, which you wouldn't have yeah. done at the start, would you? Getting properly into them. Like, if you got chicken wings on your first date, you'd have left a bit of meat on it rather than getting truly into it because you're trying to be nice and polite. The way I sucked the meat off a chicken wing on the first date added to her anticipation. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm she was like, should we get the Uber now, then? <laughs> 
Um, go on then to the couple. Uh, I for cards on the table. I don't know whether my relationship is exceptional or different, or I'm I'm obviously quite highly strung. I'm a very anyone who's watched my stand up will know I'm not. I don't have like normal energy level. I'm a bit wired, a bit different to everyone. Certainly, all my mates. I don't struggle to muster the. In fact, I'm really be in trouble for sharing some of this. She, Lindsay will think twice about crossing from the shower to get dressed without a towel or some sort of covering because it, it can provoke the last <laughs> night. Even a glimpse of a boob and I'm like, fucking yes, mate, let's do it. <laughs> so it's, it's, not, it's, got, it's not dimming. It's sort of worsened a bit, really, in lockdown. <laughs> Poor Lindsay sort of lit, hiding it in a cupboard until the fever, like, like a werewolf turning back. I have to gradually turn, turn back. And... Uh, <laughs> So for me, I have to disagree with Adam based on my current relationship. But it's the first long, long-term relationship I've had. I've never gone past three, four years before. So for me, we it's working. Erkan, can you still? Could um, I don't not trying to embarrass you, but could Vicky walk across the room, Starkers, and you be unaffected by it? That's the gold standard test for me. I would always be affected by it because. Listen, even when she's got clothes on, I'm I'm still tapping away or giving her a tit a slap or just. <laughs> It's more romantic. <laughs> it's more romantic. These, like, <laughs> and at the same time, like, she, well, listen, we've seen each other do everything. Yeah. In every situation. <laughs> but yeah, that's another story. Um, <laughs> lust is, okay, let's define lust so we don't get confused. Lust is that feeling you get that's irrational where you're like, oh my God, I just want to be with this person right now. Adam, quite fairly, because it's been the experience of me and my some previous relationships, quite nearly that only lasts a certain amount of time. I believe it can continue. I do believe that. Call me an optimist. Do you believe it, Vicky Patterson, that it can continue? That that kind of look across the room for I've got to have some of that. Um, so honestly, I've never been like that before. Um oh, babe, cheers. Yeah, no, no, honestly, <laughs> I mean it. Um but then Urkan is really handsome and we are still, we've only been going out a year and a half. So, yeah, so maybe difficult. we are still a little bit rose tinted glasses, but sometimes I can't, like, I'll look up across the kitchen or whatever and you'll just be doing something and you'll just look so cute and canny. And I think, God, I get to shag you. Like, and I'll be thrilled about it. Do you know what I mean? And I do consider that to be lust. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, so okay, so let's assume Professor Adam Rowe is correct and then at some point lust starts to dwindle. Not to say you can't find each other sexually attractive and you can still have an amazing love life after late night with a bottle of wine, but that look across the kitchen, gotta have you feeling, starts to ebb. Is there any artificial ways or tips or things we can do to make sure love is always accompanied by lust? I.e., what can we do to keep that lust alive as a couple? I've like a bottle of wine normally... Oh, get everything flown, doesn't it? I think like a date night or a party together. Yeah. Like a couple's... Oh, so like sort of like a double date or something? No, like me and you go on a date firstly, and then me and you go on to one of your mates' parties or family party or just a party. Does that keep the excitement in life here? Yeah, or like a, a holiday where there's... Just us. Brunches and things. I think it makes it quite... It's more special. Yes. Oh, Adam, Adam. Is it possible to artificially get the lust gland beating again five, six, seven years into a relationship? I think you need the men in black to get involved and come and wipe some of your memories of what you've learned about the person. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that you pay a service to a couple of grand, but it's worth it. They turn up at your house, they flash that stick in your face, and you forget everything disgusting and annoying they've ever done, and then you're like, yeah, back on it. That, that's how you do it. Other than that, I don't really see it being possible. Without without getting like too niche or uh, or weird, let's let's try a few scenarios on for you and and see if that helps. You mentioned the idea of going to a party, okay, and I really like that. Now, for me, I don't know why I've got nothing to be too pretty. I'm five foot ten, fucking twelve stone, pepper army with hair on. I'm not fucking got a face like David Schwimmer with a wasting illness. There's nothing really to push to push my confidence over the edge. But when me and Lindsay go out, for example, if the dance floor, I do like to dance, and uh, if the dance floor is full, I don't mind if she's off dancing, flirting with another bloke. I find that quite exciting. We're not talking about anything's happening here. We're talking about just seeing your girl on the dance floor, a few guys lo- looking at her, taking her back to the days before you had the days before you were a couple. And, and no. Lindsay, no, too weird. Have I gone too weird? Uh, it's just weird. Just, ah, uh, I've got, I feel like you're running your fingers down a chalkboard. I've just got like feelings going Adam's through my got body. The ick. Adam's got the ick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, let's ask if it's different for a female. So I am not, I am not a typical man. I get that. It's some, I mean, it's a miracle I'm straight. Something went wrong in the wiring. But Vic, Vicky, if you're you're out. You're out. There's no there's no um, bastard behaviour happening from Erkan. He's he's being good as gold. But you notice a few of the girls are trying are looking at him at the bar. There, the females want him. He's dancing with his bloke, his male friends on the dance floor. A couple of girls are dancing near him, but he's not looking at him. But everyone in the room wants to fuck him. Surely. That promote? Do you do you feel all insecure and go? Oh, my night's fucking ruined, or do you think I'm having some of that later? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would be consumed by the most powerful rage possible, and I would burn the bar to the ground. Yes, you would. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Russell. I want to be super progressive. Uh, I want to be evolved. I want to be like he's mine. And- that's why I need one of you to have got COVID because no one's allowed to touch you. <laughs> Here's your chance of getting infected, Ergan. Fucking zero. <laughs> You know. yeah. <laughs> wow! Oh, well, I, I, I mean, maybe we'll we'll know when this goes out. 
um, whether I'm I'm just a, a, a weirdo. But for me and Lindsay, we'll go out, we'll dancing, we'll be dancing together, and then when it, when the party's kicking off, we love to come back together again at the end of the night. I just personally find the fact that other people find her attractive makes me more attracted to her. That's the simplest way I can phrase it. But there'll be plenty of people like that, Russell. Like yeah. for example, there's loads of swingers, isn't there? Well, that's what I didn't want to take it as far as that because that's niche then. I was talking about something that's innocent where no one's actually hurt, where no boundaries are crossed. No. There's a way we're talking about a way of tricking lust, little tips that we can do to get it going. A, a bottle of wine. Oh, okay. seeing, seeing, your girl go, seeing your girl go to the bar on her own and some guy looks at her and you think, Yeah, she's my wife, she's my wife, she's coming home with me, that type of thing. I don't know why. For me it works, but for you guys the ick, so we'll move on. Vicky's Obviously, the work she's into, what what finds me sexy is when she goes up on the stage or she does a speech, like her the way she's powerful when she does things. That's that turns me on. That's, a, that's similar. That is, it's not a million miles from it. That Erkan, if you think about it, it's not a million miles from what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's seeing the person, your sexual object, out there, away from your touch, out there in the world, not with you at that second, but knowing that they will be later on. Yeah. That can be yeah. a powerful aphrodisiac if you find whatever your boundary is as a couple. Like you say, Vicky, some people take it all the way to its logical conclusion. Uh, other people, just like Erkan said, just seeing them up there on the stage with everyone looking at them, that in itself could be highly erotic because you're thinking, you know, I, at the moment I'm just blended in with the crowd. I'm the no, I'm the nobody, but later on I'm the fucking king. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> But well, the good thing about her, when she's doing when she's having a speech, there's no one around her, which is good. <laughs> oh yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> she's on her own. That's, that's the thing. That's the that key difference, isn't it? So Adam, so would you be more comfortable with that scenario then, as a way? Like, would you? Yeah, because you... it's not it's not even remotely the same thing, and I, I'm I'm blown away that you drew a similarity to it. Like, because it's, it's it's everyone. All the attention is on the person you find sexually attractive, and the attention is on them. Yeah, but she's doing a speech, not grinding on other men. <laughs> I didn't say grinding. No, that's what I had in my head. That's what I could see. I could see my missus grinding on six men. They're all taller than me. They've all got the tops off. They're oiled up. They're spoon-feeding their fucking paella because they're all Spanish and sexy. Yeah, but this is what was dragging, in my head. Dragging herself across the dance floor like a dog with worm. I'll do that as well. <laughs> What would you say is more important if you had to have one for three months? You could only have one love or lust. You're going to stay together. Your relationship won't be damaged. Everything's going to be hunky dory at the end of the experiment. But for an experiment, but for a, a, you know a, a scientific experiment, I could flip one of the switches off in your head for three months. So I can switch off the love one, and you'll just fancy the arse of each other and have three months of shagging without any of the emotional stuff. Or you can exist in the cozy under the blanket, but you're not going to feel like having sex for three months. Which one would you take? That's so hard. Nothing's going to be damaged. No long-term outcomes. No one's going to cheat. Everything's going to be great at the end. It brings it right down to what would you rather have for three months? I know it's probably is expected this to happen, but I think I just want the love. Like I would agree. I could I su- agree. I can survive without like I, I, I riding the cot of someone for a little yeah. bit. Like I don't need that, but <laughs> I do need to feel. Yeah. appreciated wanted i need the intimacy and that is hand holding that is cooking each other dinner i like the mundane I stuff i mean we could leave the rough six to when you you save it for a special yeah night. yeah we don't i mean i, I like us good here yeah. and there but predominantly i need love sorry yeah, yeah i'd agree i'd agree with you and erkan agrees 
I think I'm gonna have to be dead boring and say the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you turn the if you turn the lust off, then the age isn't there, is it? So it's you won't True. miss it because you don't need it. But whereas you would you would miss the love thing because you'd just be there'd be no feeling at all. It just especially at the minute in lockdown. Imagine just having a it'd turn us both into just fuck puppets for each other, wouldn't oh, it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, which is more dangerous when the person is out of control with it and has a pathological relationship to it? What I mean by that, we'll start with Adam, is which is more, I will. I think I will have to admit here, I went through my 20s as a serial monogamist, so addicted to love and falling in love. No one night stands, nothing. It's like, met a girl, didn't matter how inappropriate, messed up, mental and incompatible we were, I would be in a relationship like that, deep, complicated, terrible relationships. Break up, straight back together again. Break up. I think the longest I was single for were two weeks. So I had a pathological relationship to love. I wasn't a sex addict. I was a relationship addict, which more girls suffer from with men. But there you go. I suffer from it. I know lots of guys who cannot keep it in their pants even when it's their kids and their marriage at stake. They still, they just can't stop shagging. But which is worse? And which would you fear more, Adam Rowe? Um, I just, I've got to be a bit cheekier before I answer. I, um, I just want to do a quick plug because I've got a stand-up special coming out in a couple of weeks. Can I do that? Is that okay if I do it quickly? Can, I should have plugged that at the top. Yeah, <laughs> so I've got a stand-up special that I've self-produced coming out on Saturday the 30th of May. It's called Adam Rowe Club Comic, and it's going to be on just on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Adam Rowe Comedy, A-D-A-M-R-O-W-E. C-O-M-E-D-Y. Uh, that's on Saturday the 30th of May. And if you've enjoyed the funny on this, then please go and check it out. I think it's dead good. And I just want as many people as possible to see it. It's free. I don't want any money. Just go and watch it. Lovely. Makes um, me wonder what horrors are about to come out of your mouth now, given that you plugged that first. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fuck everything, Russell. <laughs> I knew I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> right, uh... No, I just want to use them and throw them away. I don't give a shit, mate. Um, I think just purely from an STD point of view, it's the can't stop shagging, isn't it? <laughs> that, that's definitely. I, I think it's more toxic. Let's, let's take, let's take, let's pretend it's safe sex for a thought experiment. Surely it's more toxic to be addicted to love. Surely. No, because eventually, if you're addicted to being in a relationship, eventually you might find someone who is just as addicted as you. And you fall in love and it's 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 great and it's happy and it lasts forever. If you're just addicted to keeping fucking people, that can only ever end in carry on like that. And it, it ne- end in end in heartbreak and you'll end up hurting other people, hurting yourself, and you'll never really get out of that lifestyle. Vicky, were you ever a serial monogamist? Were you like, doesn't matter if it's, it's shit, I'm going to fall in love with it because the attention is there. I don't know what it says about our childhoods, but that's the way I was. Russell, I'm exactly the same. Like, I, I, everything you were saying was resonating with us so much. It was so relatable. I was quite scared. Um, I'm, oh, I've always been in love with the idea of love and subsequently like, it hasn't mattered too much who it was with. It was just the feelings of being in a new relationship I loved. That's so dangerous. People don't realise how dangerous that is. That's more dangerous than a fucking one a hundred one night stands much more dangerous with these people and you're committed to them and it rolls on for far longer than it should because you've made that commitment to the wrong person more often than not but to echo adam's point it did pay off like yeah. i eventually found someone who was nice and good yeah, and loved you as much as me so yes. i have to say i think the 
Yeah. Yeah. I think the lust can can be more dangerous. Erkan, okay, were you like a fall in love too easily, Scotty? Uh, he's 26, um, he's got me fucking history. Well, no, but I, 26, I've done, I done my most damage by 26. I've done three very toxic, very deep relationships with girls I probably should have gone, do you know what, we're not right for each other after six months. I was quite strong-minded and I just sort of, I knew that's it, just sex, and that was it, next one. So I, I, I know it sounds a bit ruthless, but I, I haven't really fell into any of those... Categories. I knew about those categories. That's why I didn't want to. I'm more against the shagging because it's going to get to a stage where you've got a kid, you're married, and if you keep going on shagging, 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 you're going to lose that. You're going to lose all that. And that's... You see men in their forties and fifties living their life like that, and it's actually heartbreaking. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have run out of time. What an awesome, interesting, funny, slightly rude, bouncy debate that was. Thank you very much to my guests, Adam Rowe. Erkan Ram, who's only ramming one girl now, and Vicky Patterson, the Rammy. Uh, it's been awesome having you all. Thank you for joining me on this edition of Boys Don't Cry. Uh, please tell everyone about it. If you're listening to it, go to wherever you get your podcast and hit subscribe if you just happen to have stumbled upon this single episode. And if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut. There's enough trouble in the world with everyone coughing up blood with a global pandemic. Sort your life out. <laughs> <laughs>